Welcome to Fright Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's got Mars. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. You're listening to the Jersey Ghoul. Hey, everybody. What's up? And welcome back to another episode with the Jersey Ghouls. And I want to just take a quick minute to apologize to everybody for that little hiatus we took. I am, uh, that's completely my fault. I was going through some stuff personally. So I'm so (laughs) sorry that our content kind of fell off the, the wagon there for a while. No, no. Do not apologize. Everybody deserves a break. Everybody deserves to decompress. And not for nothing, it would have all gone to poo anyway, because I ended up with COVID at the end of December. So we would have things we would have been, yeah, this would have been a shit. We would have been screwed anyway. So this was a month that was meant to not be for us. I agree. But as it is the end of December, we decided what better than a best of list. We might as well jump on the bandwagon, right? Everybody's putting out their list. I'm yelling at my computer because obviously everybody's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Except me. (laughs) Except for you. Um, It was a good year for horror. It was a, it was a, you know, it was an okay year for horror. I'm not going to go great. I'm going to go okay. Yeah. No, I can agree with that. I can absolutely agree with that. As far as new, see now, I I need to just put a little preface to this. This is going to be a top 10 list for us, but it doesn't necessarily mean top 10 that came out this year. No, just Um, this is more like a top 10 for us that we, yes, that we consumed this year. Um, Because something, um, uh, yeah, because like one of, uh, it was, it's actually one of my, one of my things. It might be an honorable mention. I might change my mind, but it came out like, 30 ah. years ago <laughs> no, no that's it's, fine and that was new to me new yeah. to us this year new to me. now yeah. i did wind up uh getting only 2023 stuff only because i as i had a little more time to myself than i thought i kind of tried to binge a couple things i meant to catch and miss so a couple things made the list so nice so yeah so we present our best of 2023 which might include stuff that came out in other years so yes or decades uh, or millennias <laughs> i think i'm and i have so many hot takes jackie i think i'm gonna get a lot of hate mail from i from can't me. wait i love your hot takes i'm Thank so you. excited i love my hate mail <laughs> Dude, it's so much it fuels my hate fire it does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead jackie you start us off what was your number 10 best thing of 2023 so i think my number 10 best thing of 2023 now I, here's the thing too i want to say this some of my selections kind of toe the line and are maybe a little bit horror adjacent. I have um, one or two that are adjacent. That, like one of them actually isn't horror at all. Um, it's just it's oh, so that I, I could put the Errors Tour by Taylor Swift just number yes, one. Yes, you, you absolutely <laughs> just can. Kidding. For the um, record, it would be my yeah. number one. I, some of mine dipped into like true crime and sci-fi, which I feel like can live in this no. arena. You know what, Jackie? You don't worry about it, girlfriend. This is our sandbox. This is this our is game. Our Anybody who doesn't like it, write us some hate mail. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so my number 10 is, uh, it actually just came out very recently on Disney+. Plus. It was the 60th anniversary Doctor Who special. 
definitely not, not horror but it's okay yeah like i said it's sci-fi it's uh, and not that the stories were absolutely fantastic uh anybody that knows me knows uh that david tennant who plays the 10th doctor and now the 14th doctor um he fills up all five slots on my freebie card um I have a waste of four spots, girlfriend. Never. It's oh, it's only for David Tennant. You know what? I will do. I will do uh, four slots for David Tennant, and honestly, I'll do one slot for his wife because Georgia Tennant, she's she's a dish. We'll do for Georgia, Tennant. Uh, but no, <laughs> just in um, case. Yes, no, but like I said, anybody that knows me knows about my deep, deep love for all things David Tennant. And while the stories weren't the greatest stories ever, it was just a fucking delight to see him in that role again um so it made me happy i laughed i cried um so like i said it's we'll go sci-fi but that is my number 10 love it yeah i'm hearing a lot of great things about this special so i am so here for more good content for for uh, any franchise that people enjoy my number 10 and this barely made my list and i know it's going to be so many number ones and i'm annoyed by that it almost didn't make my list just to be spiteful but the truth is it's a good movie and it's 2023's when evil lurks um did you watch this one Jackie i did not okay so damian Ron- ragna who did terrified so you would lo- he it's the Ooh, same guy who did yes. terrified if that if i can entice you with that listen i'm all about a really good scary ass like end of times movie I think there were a lot of good scares in this movie. I think overall, some of the horror was so effective, just like in Terrified. But here's the thing. If I had to put a colon subtitle for this movie, I would call it When Evil Lurks, colon, What Happens to Stubborn Latino Men When They Don't Listen to the Women Around Them Who Inevitably Wind Up Being Right. (laughs) Um, And I would know a thing or two about being a Latino woman who nobody listens to in a Latino world. Um, (laughs) Because... but it was i found myself getting so infuriated by like just the fucking pure stupidity of the characters in this movie and just some of the shitty writing if that's fair people are gonna be mad this is so many people's number one of this year that i know i'm gonna get a lot of a lot of slack for this i just feel like terrified was literally flawless in my opinion so this just fell short of that but the yeah. bottom line is it deserves a place on the list because I'm so excited for what Ragnar is going to do next. And I'm also so excited for the the just horrific horror he is unafraid to show us. Grotesque, make you go bleh, make you nauseous, make you uncomfortable level horror. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So that's my number 10. Okay. My number nine uh, is a book by an author i don't know if you have heard of this author um really really good writer but like super underground his name is stephen king um and no tell me more he sounds really interesting Um, should i check him out you should check him out (laughs) i think you would like stephen king all right Um, i'm gonna take a chance i'm gonna take a chance yeah take a chance on stephen king old stevie uh no it is one of his uh newer books and again horror adjacent excited for this fairy tale I thought oh, fairy tale. I'm excited was to read it. Absolutely fantastic. Um, did a lot of my love. I mean, the writing I think is fantastic. I very much enjoyed the story. Um, does the main character have an old German shepherd as a sidekick? Yes. Um, yes. so I was very tethered to that essentially being me and my old German shepherd in the story. Um, but yeah, fairy tale. I think you will enjoy fairy tale. Um i think we're we're treading very close to fantasy more fantasy um 
Did you read Eyes of the Dragon yet? Like I told you, I did. Okay, no, I did. I fucking loved Eyes of the Dragon. That was fantastic. Yeah. Um, Every time it's funny because anytime I'm like ready for a new book, I have like a one shelf of all like to be read, and I always look at Fairy Tale. It just feels so daunting, and I'm like, yeah, save that for next time. (laughs) It's it's so good, and for honestly, just like with Eyes of the Dragon, just like with um Needful Things, you look at these fucking doorstopper books. But I mean, it's Stephen King's storytelling. So you fly through it like in a blink oh, of an yes. eye. You're like, oh shit, I just read a hundred pages in this book. So oh, I shit, highly- just, Guess what highly, just became my number one for 2024. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> highly, highly. Fairy tale was such, such a good story. So that that's my number nine. Love it. And still horror light, which is interesting. Yeah. My number nine came out of nowhere. I was uh needed i couldn't sleep in the midst of all the crazy stuff going on in my personal life and i watched cobweb which for anybody at home who hasn't seen it stars homelander and janice for mean girls which now you get that reference because aunt jackie came in big time and took one for the team and finally watched mean girls everybody finally uh, watched to appease my daughters i still don't think tina fey is funny no that's but that's fine but but it was a good movie yeah, it was it, was a, it was a good movie and I can't wait for an appropriate or maybe inappropriate time just to say she doesn't even go here. I don't um, know. Cobweb was a beautiful little piece of filmmaking I thought. It was very yeah. atmospheric. It was creepy creepy parents. I totally all of the misdirections and all of the red herrings worked on me. I did not see it coming until it happened. Um it's just a good little story. I thought it was really effective and it stayed with me for a while afterwards, which lately has been my mark of, you know, horror that matters. Cool. Yeah, I don't want to give anything away. I feel like yeah, I'm going to no, make no, sure I'll that we don't to... spoil anything in any of these for anybody who yeah. might be making a list of their own. Like, I've, sure. I love listening to every podcast best of because I just write down everything I haven't seen. Like, I can't yeah. wait for them all to drop. Definitely. What are some, uh, let's see, Scariest Things podcast I'm really excited for. Camp Nightmare, hopefully I'll put out a little something, something. Mm-hmm. Nightmare on Fear Street. I'm dropping all the podcasts I absolutely adore. Uh, Horror Movie Night and all the Geekscape families. I'm ready yeah. for it. Bring me, give me the list. Give yeah, me all give the me. list. All right. My number eight. Um, This one, I need This better to... be horror. It <laughs> is. This is yeah, we're officially horror now. <laughs> okay, um, I'm just kidding. Uh, so this one, um, and uh, speaking of the Scariest Things podcast, I have to give credit to them because I believe they're the ones that uh, helped curate our March Madness list when we did zombies earlier that this year. Um, so on my list, a Japanese release in 2017, US release in 2019, One Cut of the Dead. I absolutely loved, I've watched it on more than one occasion at this point. One Cut of the Dead was so, I don't even know. To me, it was just like, it was original. It was fun. It was funny. It was, it was thought provoking. It was just such a well done zombie movie. Awesome. Yeah. Great movie for sure. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, Good choice. Solid choice. My number eight, um, kind of blew me away with how good it was and that is uh angry black girl and her monster i know this made a lot of best of lists um i just feel like the everything in this movie just hit so good for me whether it was uh leia deloney hayes's action acting whether it was just the social commentary and the powerfulness of it it was a frankenstein take 
Okay. Um, with with not any obnoxious Frankenstein to it. Like there was so much Frankenstein, but it was such a fresh take on Frankenstein that it blew my mind. Cool. And also, like I said, I'm a sucker. You you guys know me. I'm a sucker for a good social commentary in my horror. A really powerful movie. And the ending was not in my head. I was like, well, it's Frankenstein. It's got to end a certain way. And it didn't. And I wasn't mad about it. So cool. for whatever that means, definitely check it out. I don't know. I just, I, it really hit for me and it made yeah. me think and- that always makes me happy when it when it's a good thinking that woman's film. Good. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it on uh, Shutter, mm-hmm. and I do. I, it's one of the ones I want to yeah, give I it a click. click on. Yeah, yeah, give it a, give it the old clickeroo. I oh, keep meaning to old. to watch one that you. I'm not going to say because I think it might be on your list, but one that you raved about that is on Shutter. So okay, um, for my next pick, uh, yeah, I'll do that one. Um, so I'm gonna go with i love that you're like "Mm, this one this one um clown in a cornfield by our friend yes oh i love that book yeah uh, it was you know what it had been on my tbr for a while and then earlier in the year when harry from fright reads book festival let us know that we would be hosting the q a with adam caesar i'm like well god damn i gotta read it now um and i ended up you know in no time flat gobbling up Clown in a Cornfield 1, Clown in a Cornfield 2. I'm so excited for Clown in a Cornfield 3. Like, it is just awesome, fun, YA, horror, slasher. Just, it's it's fantastic. And, like, the, 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 what is it? The, the, the pin in the cherry on top, the, the, the boon in the bonnet is that Adam Caesar <laughs> is such a cool friggin' guy. Oh, like, such a cool we, guy. You know, getting to Stand sit him and so chat hard. with him. Yeah, like he's he's a movie nerd like us. Like he'll just oh God, sit and talk about yeah. movies and shit and just such a cool, down-to-earth, genuinely nice dude. Um, fingers crossed that our schedules and the stars align and we can have him on the show at some point in 2024. Oh, but for sure. Um, yeah, if you, you haven't read Clown in a Cornfield, uh, don't let, if, if, if you're the type of person that's like, oh, it's YA, like I'm an adult, I'm not going to read a YA. Um, don't, don't, don't do that. Read the book read the book trust me um one thing that I learned that I didn't know it but like YA has more to do with the plot and the characters and not necessarily the subject material correct um the yeah and I didn't know that I was always just like okay YA it's meant for you know young adults but I didn't realize that that rating comes more from the the characters the protagonists and things like that in the book so just because you see YA on something like don't ignore that like if you think something sounds good if the synopsis sounds good read it do it pick it up yeah hell yeah um some of the best writers out there are writing YA at this point in my opinion um so my number seven is my people are gonna scoff at this and I don't even care because it scared the the literal piss out of me (laughs) okay and that is the Pope's Exorcist I yeah I know and I I forgot about that damn it Uh, that movie and I gotta tell you I'm a horror critic I'm a horror film snob not much gets me anymore right like literally I sit through shit and I'm just completely unfazed to the point where I question whether or not something's really wrong with me I was like putting a blanket over my head scared and you know exorcisms get me anyway like I'm a little scared of them but man this movie is scary I don't care what anybody says this movie was scary this is the prime example of why and I do this every year at the end of the year I kick myself because I'm like, I should really write down 
what I'm, what I write down, I keep a lot letter of what box. I read. Just use letterbox. I should, because I, I use Goodreads yeah. for all mm-hmm. my books. I should use letterbox, use letterbox because box. I completely yeah. forgot that I watched Pope's, like, some of the stuff that I had watched or that I was thinking of, I was like, but wait, did I watch it this year? Did I watch that last year? Like I, yeah, I should use letterbox because I completely forgot Yeah, I think you would Pope's like Exorcist. it. Pope's Exorcist. Pope's Exorcist. Puss SSS was so good. No, it really <laughs> was. And I watched it on your recommendation and I liked it so much so that I have added two of the books written by um Gabrielle Amorph, who is the main guy Ooh. in it, like because it's based on a true story. Um, and so I have two of his books that he wrote on my Goodreads. I'd love to read. No, uh, thank you. I'd like to sleep. there's the exorcist tells his story and an exorcist more stories so i do want to check them out at some point but yes the pope's exorcist was so good oh i absolutely agree if you haven't seen it check it out for some reason i feel like nobody's talking about how good it is which makes me mad because i feel like it was mainstream and so people just missed it right it's so good guys just if you're a fan of exorcism movies please give this one a try it's it's so much better than you it it has any business being i remember when it dropped on netflix being like hey i'm gonna like pay candy crush while i watch this and it was it was just so good yeah it was very good check it out yeah um so next for me my beloved nick cage as Bella Lugosi as Dracula in Renfield. That is my number six too. Jackie, nice. look, look, number six, <laughs> Renfield. What that are the is... freaking chances? Yeah. Um, Ugh, it, what a delight. It was. Renfield was just a, it was just a delight. It was, you knew it was not going to be anything serious. You knew that it was going to be Nick Cage at his, having the most fun he could possibly have. I, I, you know, everything about that movie was just so much friggin' fun. Um, I really, what really loved it. And mm-hmm. not for nothing, to tie in the memory of that evening, hmm. we had a super fun double feature. We, we had did. our girls' night with yeah. your girls, and yeah. we had our double feature, and we went to see Evil Dead Rise, and we went to see <laughs> Renfield, and we spent too much it. money at the concession stand, and Agreed. we had so much fun. I had such so a stomachache, but it was so worth it. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, me too. But I, I like Renfield, and I, first of all, I love what's-his-name, the guy who... Uh, Nicholas Holt yes thank you I have I just think he's such a darn cutie I'm obsessed with uh the menu too so I love him but Uh um I also thought it was a sweet way to tell the story of someone who's in a really damaging just toxic relationship and what it takes to have the strength to walk away from those types of relationships like the gaslighting and the emotional abuse that you know i don't know like it was just it's gory it's fun it's violent it's actiony and it's got fucking nick cage playing bill lugosi's dracula what more do you want people we can't please you people (laughs) (laughs) why is it this on everybody's top 10 this is such a fun film it is that is one where you you know yes there are obviously themes to pick up there's things to talk about there are there is meat on the bones a little bit enough to make me happy yeah exactly and like this was just a very perfect jersey ghouls movie because there's all the goofiness of nick cage for me (laughs) 
and there's enough of the enough meat on the to bones keep, yeah. and nicholas holtz for me and, yeah. yeah and you know what oh you know what was that warm have you seen warm bodies i love warm bodies because it's of so him cute. I, know. <laughs> I love everything he's in i'm such a like even like i forget what there was something he was in when he was little he's such a little cutie um so funny that that was both of our number sixes though how ironic hmm. yeah that's because we're in love um so what's your number five there boo my number five, and again, this is an older television show, but this year is a first watch for me from start to finish. I finally watched Gravity Falls. Oh, cute. Okay. It's, have you ever watched Gravity Falls? No, not in any sort of serious way. So uh, it was AJ, our friend AJ was the one who uh, recommended it to me. And I think he said it's like X-Files, but it's a cartoon. Um. Yeah, that sounds it's, awesome. It's fantastic. There's two seasons. It's it's such a good show. It's just it's fun. Oh my god, it's heartwarming. Um, Cardellini is a little bit spooky. Um, I don't know. It's just really good. Um, I highly recommend it. That's one that you know if you've got some time, uh, to check out Gravity Falls. And again, I'm like a decade late because I think Gravity Falls came <laughs> out in like. 2012 maybe oh 2012 okay yeah uh, yeah I was gonna say I knew I'm new I'm like at least a decade late uh to the game but it was Gravity Falls was absolutely fantastic I'm putting it on my list it looks adorable my number five also a tv show uh from 2023 and that is Swarm um yeah. I forced you to watch this Jackie we did a whole episode with Liz from Scariest Things about it I am wildly obsessed with how good Swarm is I think it's literally a travesty that this show hasn't gotten more attention i think it is also a tragedy that the um the main girl dominique fishback isn't getting more attention for how good her performance is um it's a it's a statement on toxic fandom it's a play on like beyonce and taylor swift and all those crazy uh fandoms which i of course know nothing about and i think it's horror because oh boy is there some intense graphic violence and horrific stuff going on in this show but if you have not seen it it's on prime check it out swarm the tv series holy crap what a great satirical comedic dark dark horror yeah that was very good for my next one i'm gonna go with a book called dark harvest by norman partridge um recently became a movie i think or maybe a tv show i don't remember um but dark harvest uh it's extremely atmospheric it's something that i highly recommend that you read but especially recommend that you read you know beginning of october you know save it for spooky season because it is is just very atmospheric and you know i don't want to give anything away but it's you know it's about a town and there is some lore that happens in the town and it's a little culty it's a little spooky it's kind of graphic so i i highly highly recommend uh dark harvest okay yeah i love it i'm putting it on my list right now my number four was uh the blackening which i thought was such a darn fun movie that's uh my honorable mention for movies oh it made your honorable mention it did make my honorable mention because i i thought it was i thought it was funny i thought it was brilliant and that's as much as the white girl in me can say because i'm sure so i'm sure there was plenty actually i can't even say i'm sure i know that there was probably plenty that went over my head that i just didn't get being suburban white girl but for for i mean we had such a good time watching it it was 
Yeah, that so, was another one we watched together. It was so good. I really, really liked The Blackening. So much fun. Hysterical, good gore, good storyline. <laughs> um, A little predictable, but other than that, I think it was supposed to be. And yeah, you're right. That's true. I don't think it's, I, I'm just going to say that it's amazing and it deserves all the attention it's getting. Um, I love a good funny. Um, You're number three. Ooh, we're in the top three already. You're in the top three. It is a movie that I added to the list today. Because I just watched it today. So what? it's very fresh in my I'm mind. I'm so excited. But it is 2022's Violent Night, starring David Harbour, starring John <laughs> oh, Leguizamo. Oh, yeah. Watched that was all my best stuff last year. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was, like, just laughing. Chad and I were watching it, like, laughing hysterically, enjoying every moment. I'm here. Like, that is up there with, like, Anna and the Apocalypse, like all those good, funny, oh, it's gory Christmas yep. movies. Constant rotation I mean, for my house it was every year. So, so good. I was so delighted. Like I said, I love anything. I mean, David Harbour. I mean, he's just he's just the bee's knees. And then I was texting you, uh, love of my life birthday twin, John Leguizamo. <laughs> yep. You tell me John Leguizamo's in something, and I'm gonna watch it. It doesn't matter what it is, I don't care. You want in Chef. I love him in Chef. Just hearing his voice in Encanto. Like, I give me He's all. He's also the... in the menu. That's right. He is in the menu. <laughs> See, anything with John Leguizamo, um, I'm in. I'm in. So, yeah, Violent Night was just a delight. Oh, my God. It was just so fun. And like I said, obviously, last minute because I just watched it for the first time this morning, but it was, it is, yeah, absolutely in the Christmas, Christmas horror rotation. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It, it earned a permanent spot for me. My number three is The Last of Us. Um, the game is literally one of my top five of all time. It's a close, it's actually my number two under Super Mario 3. Um, oh. but I thought they did a beautiful job with the story. I'm so excited for the second season. I don't think the second game was as good as the first one. So I'm excited to see if they kind of work on that. But man, it was so good. I absolutely adore Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey. I think they both did an amazing job. I think they were so loyal to the game uh, to the point where I was pointing, like I was kind of geeking out. I was like, oh my God, I remember fighting that scene. Like they just, I don't know, they just nailed it, I thought. And I cannot wait for the second season. And it came out in January when you're sad and you need something to distract yourself anyway. And also fun fact, the episode with Nick Offerman, uh, which is like kind of a one-off story on its own, was such a beautiful, just heart-wrenching tale that like cheers to the writers, cheers to everybody, slam dunk in my opinion. Cool. Uh, so my number two is a book called Hex by Thomas Old Huvelt. Hex, it's it's a it's a story about a witch that has cursed a town and is haunting a town. And Ooh. all I gotta say is when the ending happened, I was like, oh poop. Um, wow. Fantastic okay. ending. Really was. I I absolutely nice. adored. This was one of the very first books that I read this year I actually had a really banner year I think like the first four or five books that I read this year were all five star books like I it was just I was banging them out so yeah yeah um, that's fair yeah so he yeah Hex is is an absolutely fantastic book if you like uh witchy books um things like that again small town a witch is like you know and you get this all this backstory about the town like back in the day and it's just just a fantastic book. Ooh, okay. Hex on my list. Mm -hmm. Um, My number two is kind of a cheat because I don't know if it's technically horror, but I'm going to call it horror adjacent. And that is Cocaine Bear. 
because it just has my heart. I it came out this year, which I, I didn't can, realize. If I can put Doctor Who on this list, then you can put Cocaine Bear on this list. I think I, that's fair. I think a bear who gets high on cocaine and eats people is tar. Kind it's of hard. what a delight of a movie made me laugh harder than any movie had any business laughing. It also is a special place in my heart because it was one of the first like action R rated hard R's that I let my daughter watch, and she just had a blast <laughs> with it. Like we had so much fun with this movie. I yeah. watch it anytime I have the chance. It's it's just literally a, just such a fun, adorable, delightful, ridiculous romp. And I think funny, it's funny. Funny enough, uh, when we were watching Violent Night this morning, we we're watching it on Amazon Prime. Cocaine Bear was the next movie that was gonna like that Should've like populated it, for like okay, roll. <laughs> this train rolling and Cocaine Bear was the one that was about to start right after the credits for Violent Night. And so many people dismissed it, but I think there's something to be said for a ridiculous, like almost grindhousey style. I have to watch. I haven't film. watched it yet. I'm gonna. Oh, have you to haven't? Watch it. No, watch I haven't it. watched it. I will. It doesn't will take itself it. too seriously. It's literally hilarious. Please watch That's it. Perfect. That's perfect. um. If you and it's it is. It's just like Violent Night, where you're like, what a delightful film because you just love action and violence and gore, but silly. Um. Yeah, Cocaine Bear delights me. It made me happy, and in, in a year that is dark and and hard to find happiness in. So yeah. All right, here it goes the big number one. Gerbil. Big number one, and it is no surprise. I think uh anybody, any of my friends that like to read books, anybody in my book circle, um, I have absolutely recommended this book to everyone, and that is Slewfoot yep. by Brom. It is the coolest book on the face of the planet it is a story of witchcraft in puritan times and revenge and monsters and the comeuppance that you want all bad bad guys to get like it is i can't it is fantastic and and again it's a book by brahm and the artwork in the book is friggin beautiful um the only reason that krampus also by Brahm did not make this list because I'm still currently reading it. I just <laughs> got part three, chapter 12. Um, so I haven't finished it. So I didn't think it would be fair to put Krampus on here. But so far, I, it, delightful. I can, if I was to rate it right now, I would say five stars. So hopefully the ending does not disappoint. I don't assume that it will. I'm assuming that Krampus is also going to be a five star, but yeah, my my number one new to me source of entertainment was Slewfoot. And it is it is like a series of book I recommend to absolutely everybody that is even remotely close to the horror community. If you like anything about history or horror or witchcraft or anything, please do yourself a favor and read Slewfoot. Um, you can't borrow her copy though, because it's on my nightstand. There it will stay till I read it. Um, but no, it's on. It's actually next on my list. I I don't know what I'm gonna do because it's between that and feed for my next read. I am insanely happy with Krampus. I couldn't like. I immediately sent it to you because thanks to you, I discovered Brom. Cannot wait to read it. I'm now. It's gonna have to be my next one. I think. Yeah, I, um, and you're gonna love it. Knowing me, knowing. Me. <laughs> yeah, I saw Abba. What are you gonna do about it? Uh, <laughs> covers no <laughs> um no surprise to anybody who's who knows me either because I've probably raved and ranted about how good this was to anybody who would listen and that is Mike Flanagan's The Fall of the House of Usher just literally every possible boner I could get as a <laughs> as a fan horror poe literature cinematography acting because Carla G- Gugino Gugino 
really, really deserves a, a freaking Emmy. Give her all of them. Give her an Emmy and Tony and a, just E got her because that's yeah. how good this performance was. It was flawless. Um, Everybody, all of his crew that he always ha- has in all his shows, this was his best. This He just keeps getting better and better. He's like a fine wine, Mike Flanagan. Yeah. And now I hear that he's doing uh the dark tower and i like seriously i can't i'm so excited i feel like i'm gonna pee right yeah (laughs) but um this was just beautifully done it's a love letter to poe it's a love letter to horror and it's a love letter and uh, fuck you to all of the horrible capitalist bullshit we're all trying to grapple with in our own brains right now as we sit in such horrific economic times mike flanagan just continues to deliver exactly what we need at every given moment god i love him and all of the people who star in his work oh my lanta guys if you haven't seen this drop everything and go watch it please 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 (laughs) um i do have a couple honorable mentions me too me too i have dishonorable mentions i'm excited for movies that really chapped my heine this year um so i'll go i have one two three four uh again because you know what because my dumbass forgets I you yeah, know a lot of these you're gonna be like oh yeah I completely forgot that you know we watched or that you know you recommended the Pope's Exorcist and I forgot this um so yes my honorable mentions as I said I'll go through them real quickly uh when you mentioned it uh for movies the blackening from 2023 was an honorable mention it was a fantastic movie I thought it was smart I thought it was funny and again I'm sure a ton of stuff went over my head but for what it was, I thought it was an absolutely fantastic movie. Uh, in TV, uh, there was a true crime documentary on Netflix called The Girl in the Picture. And you start watching this true crime documentary and you think there's this girl with this like really abusive, like abusive, you know, father. Well, it yeah. turns out the guy's not even her father. It turns out like she was kidnapped and like there's this whole you end up going through this whole lineage of like where she actually came from. And it's this, it's this whole gut-wrenching story about this girl, but it all started with like, like looking at this, literally like there's this girl in the picture and it's like, it, who is this girl and what is she? And all these people are coming forward. Like, Oh, I knew her at the strip club or, Oh, I went to school with her. And it's, it's a really, really well done true crime documentary. I think I saw it. Uh, it's on Netflix. Um, that sounds so yeah, awesome. The girl in the picture. And then finally, my last two honorable mentions are books. There is the uh, novella Halloween Fiend by C.V. Hunt. Um, Very much in the vein of Dark Harvest. It's about this town that's harboring kind of this secret. There's a little bit of lure. There's a little bit of occultiness happening. Um, It's a quick read, but it's very good. Again, obviously, it's called Halloween Fiend. It is a perfect uh, spooky time read if you're looking to fill up your end of september october beginning of november tbr with that kind of stuff um i highly recommend that the other one again we're kind of we're not even adjacent this is fantasy um kind of in the in the vein of dungeons and dragons but it's a book called legends and lattes by travis baldry and it is about uh, an ogre and she's done with adventuring she's done with battles she just wants to live a simple life so she goes to a town and she opens a little coffee shop and it's a it's a i think they called it like soft fantasy um because it's not there's not a lot of battles and hardcore whatever it's just kind of the story of kind of the trials and tribulations of the ogre as she's trying to you know make this life for herself now the prequel 
uh, just came out recently called Bookshops and Bone Dust. And this <laughs> is the prequel story to Legends and Lattes. Uh, and But again, Legends and Lattes is... Uh, uh, it, they they describe it as a novel of high fantasy and low stakes. So <laughs> that's it, adorable. It's, it's an absolutely wonderful book. It's it's a book that I have recommended. It's a book that I have lent out to people. And like I said, I just lent out the new one before having read it, only because my TBR is stacked, and I'm like, I knew I wasn't going to hit it anytime soon. So happy to have somebody else read it and consume it before I do, just because. Yeah, let's just get books that read. sounds adorable it's almost like adjacent to like the like you know how like i love like leanne moriarty and like all those like rom-commy authors that you would probably like exactly. like it's like they kind of suckered you in a little bit um all right so is my honorable mentions are uh megan which i thought was really fun i think it it was a breath of fresh air in a genre that chucky had literally murdered um yeah. in influencer which was on shutter and i thought was an interesting uh, film Listen, Exorcist of Believer wasn't terrible. I didn't hate it. I yeah. felt bad that it didn't make my top 10. Um, Something's Wrong with the Children, which kind of made me annoyed in a lot of ways because I think it, it was indelicate about mental health, but maybe that's just, you know, the counselor and me being nitpicky. Mm -hmm. Scream 6 wasn't a terrible movie. It was fun from, from where I was standing. And last but not least, and guys, I know, I feel like everybody expected this to be on my top 10. Talk to me. I, I don't get it. I don't get the hullabaloo. I really don't. Really? I wanted, I maybe I saw it too late. Everybody was raving about Talk to Me, right? Oh, it's the scariest movie ever. You're going to, it's going to blow your mind. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Everybody I talked to guaranteed I would love it. I I just didn't get why everybody was so excited about it. Wow. Was it a, a perfectly palatable horror movie? Sure. Was it original idea? Yeah, it was. But was I mind blown? No, I, I did. I, maybe I missed something. I just, it was just okay to me. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, I have yet to see it kind of based on your reaction because we were really hyped to see the movie. And now I'm like, yeah, I can wait. I can I can get around to it. I'm not I'm not in a rush to see that movie anymore. I know. And it definitely was a cool concept. I think the hand thing is going to be a big thing. You know, I, I, I get why I, I don't know. I guess I get why people were so into it. But to me, it was just OK. That's my hot take. Sorry, everybody. Okay. Like, I know I know everybody, so many people are topping their list with this film, but to me, it was just okay. Can I read off my I hated it and please I'm make excited. it stop list? Yes. Oh, God. Yeah, you ready? Okay, so I called it my dishonorable mentions because it's a hard no for me, dog. Uh, Thanksgiving by Eli Roth. Am I, and I, te I texted a another horror friend this. I was like, am I just no fun anymore? Everybody's like, eh, Eli Roth made such a fun and socially relevant movie. No, Eli Roth did what Eli Roth does. He fucking aggravates me with his bullshit. That's respectfully, Jackie. I respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs> and allegedly, just in case there's some sort of lawsuit that's going to get fed from the <laughs> When he finally gets us on bull. Yeah, we're getting that cease and desist one day from Eli Roth. I'm convinced. Um, but the bottom line is, I just, I felt this movie was, listen, and McDreamy was in it. So you won't find anybody rooting harder for McDreamy than me. But it just, it was just sloppy and stupid. And anybody who calls it the next scream, I think you're crazy. I think it, it was just a sloppy slasher. Um, if this was 1983, I'm sure we'd embrace it with open arms. But in 2023, I expect better from my slasher films. Dishonorable mention number two, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, knock it off. <laughs> no, not today, Satan. Not today. It was stupid. It was sloppy. You want to take beloved characters and ruin them, you better make it worth my while. Otherwise, how dare you? 
Evil Dead Rise, it just didn't work for me. It just didn't click. Skimmery dinky dinky do. I'm sorry. And I blame you, Jackie. You ruined it by goofing around during this film. You ruined it. <laughs> you ruined nothing. You did it. Everybody's like, this movie is literally the next level of horror. And now I go back to watch it. I just think of you making jokes about shit all the time. You don't take it seriously. That's why. That's why we ruined How it. How could I take that movie seriously? So many people loved it. So many people well, I really you respect. So for the fine. record... That's I do fine. respect them for loving it, but I blame you for the fact that I giggle through that movie. Yeah, I mean, hey, you want to like why that we can't movie? have nice things. It takes all kinds, okay? <laughs> takes all kinds here in the horror community. That was not a movie for me. You know it, and I know it. That was not a movie for Jackie. I'm gonna try Jackie. it. I'm gonna try so hard to be. Serious I made it 45 it. minutes. You made it. You made it 45 minutes, and you mystery science theatered it. So, <laughs> no, no, no. The first time I watched it. I made it 45 minutes. We oh, only, you fast forwarded we, stuff with me. <laughs> yeah, we all, we only made, we, we, I think we made it like 15 minutes and then we started fast forwarding it. Yeah. But my in- first time, my first in earnest watch, I made it 45 minutes and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, but again, that is not, you know what? If you like that movie, Cool Beans, that is not, no, a movie. for that sure. Was not made for me. That was not made for me. That was not made for my taste. And I really, I, yeah. I feel like so many people I respect so much. Meg Phillips is one of them. Many people who I really respect have been like, that is a good ass movie, Mercy. You're missed. Like, go try it. I just, I blame you. I blame you for being on my not hitting list. I'm going to try it though. For the record, I'm going to try it again because I think I'm missing something. All right, this one, I don't care what anybody says. Uh, Infinity Pool. Brendan Cronenberg needs to calm himself down. Stop being his daddy and go do his own thing. This movie was so goddamn stupid and frustrating. Mia Goth, I get it. You're like the literal darling of horror. I get it. Everybody loves her. She's the darling. But I wanted to punch her in the throat. I wanted to punch every character in the throat. Even Alex Skarsgård, who usually I'm rooting for the Skarsgårds. You know me. I love them. Yeah. Um, no, Infinity Pool, not today. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's only because the kids all told me it sucked. Uh, what are you looking forward to in 2024, Jackie? What's on your what's on your agenda? Honestly, I have a lot of books to read. Um that is my biggest agenda. Um I know I should probably think about movies. But right now my brain is like, I'm literally looking at the books that I want to read. I've never read 112263 by Stephen King. I really wanted to read that in November, but I did not get around to it. Um, there's a book called Meddling Kids that I want to read. Um, there's a classic 70s horror book called Harvest Home that I want to read. Like there's, there's just so many. There's so many books. In My Dream, I Hold a Knife. The Horseman, Behind the Horror. Oh I'm my gosh, there's my so staff. many in your to be read. There's oh so many. Chasing the Boogeyman. I haven't read Ooh, that Oh, that's one on yet. my to be read too. My, yeah. I just put that on my to be read shelf today, actually. Yeah, um, there's a series that I'm trying to get through. There's only three books. I've only read one so far, but I want to read that. Yeah, like I'm <laughs> staring up at. I would, my honestly, one of my goals for this year, and like I don't, I never try to set like hard and fast rules because. I, you know, I reading is supposed to be fun and I'm not going to put pressure on myself. Um, but I would like to read a little bit more nonfiction. I think I read a fair amount of nonfiction books, but I would like to read, you read a ton in my opinion. I'd like to read a little bit more. Like I said, I recently got behind the horror. Um, there's another, there's another horror book that I want to get. That's like the psychology 
behind the horror the 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 stories that like based like horror movies are based on there's that one sounds really good yeah yeah there's another one that's like i think it's like the psychology of horror movies or something like that um so yeah basically my 2024 i'm sure that there are movies that i could think of that are coming out that i am going to want to watch i know there were i'm gonna drag you to a few Yeah. yeah I can tell you there were things in 2023 that I wanted to see that I missed. Um, I mean, talk to me. I did want to see. Yeah, it's worth a watch. Kind of, I, maybe it was just me. Yeah. There was the the last voyage of the Demeter. Or I want to see that one too. That one I missed. I want to see that one. So there's there's like, I think like what we- Oh, there's a to ton do, from 2023. There's a lot of 2023 that I want to catch up on, that I will catch up on in the heard, beginning of I heard was really good. Um, yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to Salem's Lot. I don't care where they launch it as long oh, as it's yeah. a Salem's Lot. I'm looking forward to Beetlejuice too. I know you're probably nervous about no, it. No, I'm I'm curious. Good. I'm yeah. curious enough to 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 watch it. Yeah. Um, Nosferatu looks good. Imaginary yeah. looked really creepy. You know me, I can't handle cr- stuffed animals that come to life. It scares me. But yeah, there's a lot of good horror coming out. I, I think that a lot of good stuff that a lot of people are talking about, I haven't got my hands on yet because it was just in festivals and stuff. So I'm looking forward to all that stuff finally dropping for us. But yeah, overall, a decent year. You're going to run laps around me when it comes to reading like you usually do. For every one book I read, you read like 50. Um, so I'm I'm hoping to get at least I didn't make it to my 25. So I'm gonna set 25 as my goal again. <laughs> this was a challenging year. See, I'm I I always I set my bar low and I always do, you know, like 22 and 22, 23 and 23. You know, obviously okay, next year I'll do 24 you. and 24. Dude, you, you go so over though. Yeah, but that's that's kind of my thing. It's like I don't really want to put that pressure. Like I could I very well might hit 50. I'm currently at 48, but I'm also in process of reading 49 and 50 I was gonna right say, now. Yeah, you're going to very, you're I gonna could very 50. well, depending on the next few days, I could hit that 50. But if I hit 49, I hit 49. Like I'm not, I, I a couple of years ago, I put a lot of pressure on myself, like just like to compare myself with other people. It's like, oh, well, this booktuber read this amount and this, this person read this amount. And why I love reading. Why am I not reading the same amount they're reading? Like, this is my hobby. Like, it's the same thing like we do with the podcast. Like at some point, like when the podcast got too hectic, we couldn't do a weekly show because we have outside lives and outside jobs. And it's just one of those things where I don't want the fun thing to not be fun anymore. So no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like I, I tend to read before bed and nine days out of 10, I'm so exhausted that within a page, I'm like passed out with a book <laughs> on my head somewhere. Um, So I get it. I think that I think reading is a little bit more taxing than watching TV. I hate to say it, at least for me. Um, or scrolling on my phone. So, but yeah, here's to here's to a, a year. It was a year for me. It was a tough one. I'm looking forward to 2024. I'm I'm okay with turning the calendar page, so to speak, and starting fresh. Agreed. Agreed. I'm 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 more than ready uh for 2024 to start. Um I'm excited for things that we have upcoming. Um Me too. as as per usual, uh March Madness is right around the corner. We're so excited about the guests yes. that we have oh my coming gosh. on. So exciting. So excited and you Damn guys them will, so hard. You'll learn about that stuff soon enough. Um but yeah, we've already got uh stuff in the books for January and and February and, and the January keep rolling. in case you thought Jackie dodged that bullet January is going to be depression month here we're going to lead right into the the dreary misery which yeah. is January the here, winter blues gonna, they yeah, are we're going to tackle some A24s <laughs> oh yes 
Oh yeah. So yeah, no, uh, super excited for all the things that we have upcoming in 2024. So we hope you guys had a really good holiday season, however you chose to celebrate it. And we hope that you ring in the new year with friends and family or with your pet or with a really good bottle of champagne and some cookies, you know, however you want to do it. We hope that, you know, it, it, it rings in positively for you. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, anything else, my love? That's it. All right. Well, don't forget to check us out on social media. Just search for Jersey Ghouls on your favorite podcasting app and you will find us there. And that's it. Peace out, 2023. Uh, bye-bye, 2023. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.